Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This podcast is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in vibration control and enhances into the stabilization for your archery equipment. Use code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, to get 15% off your order. This podcast also endorses a healthy living made from our friends at Kickaboo Spices, locally made in Ontario for hunters by hunters to help you enjoy all your wild game meats. Use Kika OOP for 10% off of your next order. And welcome back to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit. Very formal, I like it. Number 32. Number you like 32. the formality? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's good. I'm not wearing a suit and tie, but... I thought you were going to say I'm not wearing pants. Let's we are off. wearing OOP gear. I you am, wish actually. I was not wearing those. Wearing one of the limited edition sweaters that sold out in one freaking day. That was freaking awesome. And to people that are like, you know, we get a few people that are loving the sweaters, a few people that are chirping that there wasn't enough. Well, guess what? We're not a clothing company. We're a podcast station. Do you like station or channel? Uh, honestly, I'm going to let you run with it. Station's All right, let's cool. do the station. We're <laughs> okay. a podcast station. So we are a podcast station. We're not a clothing company. Podcast na- station, OOP Nation. OOP Nation. Sorry, I had to New say hashtag that. right there. <laughs> if I don't see those hashtags, I won't even respond anymore. How about that? <laughs> Cam's a little angry tonight. Uh, so huge thank you to everyone for yeah. purchasing the sweaters. That was awesome. Like I said, there was not many as far as quantities in involved, but you know what? There was a good dozen. So no, well, we said right about twenty, and we sold just shy of twenty. Yeah, which is like, what we said. I, I'm so happy that those sold. They're just. They, they were amazing quality. Everyone that's got one has been more than happy with it, and we are getting posts. Dude, they're that... stupid warm. I was out last night with Devin barbecuing on his pit boss at his house, and it was like negative three, and I was outside in a sweater. That's, that's great. And it's toasty. And they look badass. You're wearing yours right now. Yeah. That one's my favorite. I know. It's my favorite, too. The dark gray with the orange. And if people must know, I didn't actually even get to keep one because the demand was so high for them. I didn't expect it to be like that. You didn't expect I, it I didn't to be expect like that. one day to sell out, so... So they're gone. I don't even have a sweater. I got some other cool new products yeah. that I am going to keep. Yep. You guys will get the opportunity to see it real soon. Yeah, we're going to announce on the end of this podcast. Sure. A little, little uh, new product that's out, and we'll make a post some about it. kick-ass gear. Hell yeah. We make good shit. Well, I mean, we didn't want to cheap out, so and I think that's something that people appreciate. People like good stuff. I like buying good stuff. Yeah, and I mean, we're able to sell it for a reasonable price because, like you said, we're not a clothing company. We're not trying to make money. It's just to, you know, get the name out there. It's get the name out there. And speaking of stickers, stickers, guys, help us out like you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, people cruise around town. If I see an OOP sticker, you bet I'm going to follow that guy to the mall or to his freaking house. And say thank you. And say thank you. (laughs) So buy a sticker. They're only five bucks. Five bucks plus free shipping. Free shipping and no taxes. Literally just five dollars, and you can't get a normal sticker like that. No, and like we said before, if you want to buy more than a few, like we'll work something out. We're not gonna, we're not here to make a killing on stickers, and that's why we just want to be able to get them out there. Getting the name out there is number one for yeah. us. So all you got to do is you just message us, be like, hey guys, I want you know one, maybe three, maybe two stickers. Yeah, and we basically take care of it from there. That's it. And so we got a few left. I'm worried if they're like the sticker, or the sweaters are gonna be gone pretty fast. Absolutely. So I'm pretty happy with everything that we've done this year. And um, I know we want to say some special thanks to a few people in particular. Absolutely. Ray, uh, Ray Vickers from Kickaboo Spices. Thank you for all the help, the support, the posting that you do. It is, we enjoy your product greatly and you give thanks back to us for all the episodes that we bring. 
um, and Sam Schaefer from Titanium Archery Products, who from the beginning, as we started this in early last year or this year, I guess we're still in, yeah. who said like, you know, you guys have really hit it on the money. A guy that does research, a guy that's knowledgeable, understands and sees that we've hit it right where, you know, the nail needs to be. Yeah. And now we are trying to be that number one podcast for Ontario. We want to be, you guys are all helping us get there. I think we're doing good for Ontario. Next step is Canada. We're, we're going to make, we're going to make, especially it with everyone's support everybody. who's listening. You guys are awesome, man. Like the amount of messages we got in today, over 30 messages for the questions on Instagram. Yeah. And that Thank was like, you, I think I posted that like two hours ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Right before I drove to Cam's house, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just make a quick post. See if we can the get support's questions. huge. And that's what I think I get out of this so much. Like the, what I like the most is the support because we're in Strath Vegas podcasting in my basement, which we AKA call the podcast room. My basement is just making us, you know, we'll go out. How many times have you been out already in 2018 where people are just like, dude, I know you're, I've yeah. seen you in I a think photo. It's ha- I think I've it's happened you. like four are times. Are you Marcello? I've, I've, I've had it happen like four times this year. It's yeah. Fun. It's cool, man. It's like, oh, sweet. You're right on. Thanks, man. So I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. I'm just proud of- Just a couple dudes talking about shit we are going to talk about anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm glad that people get a laugh out of, you know, what we say. We, we're not trying to be super serious all the time and- I think that's a good way to look at hunting, right? Like, it's so a huge thank a you time. to everyone. I think is what we're after. Yeah, and uh, uh, hope everyone had a very merry Christmas and happy and, New Year's because that's New Year. tomorrow. So we'll probably try to get this out today. This is maybe uh, Yeah, it's been a crazy holidays. Cello has been busy and He's sick. Italian. I was sick for like four days on my vacation. That sucks, man. It was Victoria wonderful. was sick too. Yeah. So, anyways, now I just sound like an idiot with the stuff he knows, but other than that, I'm good. That's all right. Guy's still rocking his OOP swag. And Dude, it's warm as hell. He's Antler like... River swag. Oh, it's nice. It's He's a nice feeling. At Antler River Archery. That's Instagram. Follow it. <laughs> Go there. Cool place. Um, anyways, like we said, you know, we talked about last episode. Um, one guy, Jeff uh, Porter. Instagram is Jeff.Porter. Uh, messaged us and asked us, you know, what's her opinion on uh be like a basically like a budget bow yeah yeah and we uh we promised him we'd go into it on full episode so we got some time today we got a few things out planned out after we but do. um we're gonna talk about me. two of our favorite uh budget bows that you can kind of get into and some of the specs of them and um you know some of the reviews of them and not only that but the actual price point and we're going off of lancaster mm-hmm. so i'm pretty sure it's american prices so retailers in canada might have a little bit more expensive but just so you can compare the prices, this is what you're going to get. Yeah, different brands, right? Like there's a couple of options out there. It's not just, you're not secluded to Hoyt or Bowtech or Bear or whatever it is that we shoot. Yeah. Uh, um, why, don't you, why don't you hit us off with, uh, sure. I think Hoyt's got one that you're certainly interested in. Yeah, so I like that well. beginner bow um, that I chose for reviewing is the Hoyt Clash. Um, you know, it's it's the entry level for the Hoyt's great bow. Uh, one step up, there's the Hoyt... Um, Cam, help me out here. Powermax. Powermax. That's the one stepped up. Um, but we said entry-level bows, and that's what we're going to get. So Hoyt Clash, um, it actually retails for three fifty. That's U.S. on Lancaster Archery. It's a 2018 bow, so it's still super new. You know, it's got a dual cam, which is great. It's not a single cam, which has, you know, we've talked about the benefits of dual versus single before. Single's usually smoother. Duals are usually faster. Mm-hmm. And let-offs, usually there's a little more let-off with the singles. However, I mean, with today's technology, like my RX1. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're getting to 2018 yeah. bows, 2019 bows that, yeah, yours, mine yeah. is now 80% let 80, off. Mine's 85. Well, there like, you go. I mean, exactly. you go back to 
I mean, Matthew's done it quite some time. Go back to like, say, oh, I don't know, 2015, 2016, when they had their 85% let off. I don't even know. Matthews might still have their extent let off, but yeah. 85% let off in a dual cam bow. Crazy. Kind of unheard of back then. And back then you're looking at like, you know, 60% let off, like really low let off. There's, yeah. there was bows. I think when they started, they were like 20% let off, like it's barely anything. So it's kind of cool to see where technology has gone. Um, you know, on the Hoyt clash, it's a nice bow to get into if you're just getting into it because it's really adjustable. So, you know, your draw length, you can go from 18 inches all the way up to 29 inches. And that's going to cover most people. Like I'm a 28 and a half cams, 27 and a half, 28. Yeah. One of those two, I forgot. You know, the only, I only know two people outside of our group of friends or in our group of friends that shoot over a 29 inch draw. Yeah. And that's Evan because he has the arm span of an Eagle mm-hmm. and BJ is like six foot four. So, yeah. you know, it's all super adjustable on the weights. So, I mean, you can start as low as 15 pounds if you're just getting into it. Cause it's muscles you've never really used. Um, you know, like when I got into archery, sure. I was like, you know, active and working out and stuff. And even when I got more into working out, it's just different muscles. Like you can be strong as hell but you may not be able to draw back a bow. And that's so true. Like if people are, you know, I go to the gym, well, here, here's what I, what I can draw back. Well, that's great. But yeah. tell me how many times you can rep 60, 70, 80 pound draw weight. 100%. And tell me again, how many reps you can do of 200 pound deadlifts. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, exactly. they're, they're so different. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's just a weird muscle group you use in archery. Like yep. you could, you know, you could probably bench press 250, 225 club. And you get a bow in front of you at 40 pounds. Sometimes if you've never done one, yeah, you know, most, some people will struggle. It's, it's interesting. So anyways, like I said, 15 to 50 pounds, or there's also a 15 to 70 pound option. Um, there's two color options, which is a blackout, which is black and real tree extra. Um, you know, it's made in 2018, the ATA, which is the axle axle is 28 inches, which is pretty common. Like mm-hmm. maybe a little on the small side, but <laughs> a little it's, on the smaller side, but, but it's more of like a hunting bow, right? Yeah. Like, very versatile, definitely set up ready for yeah. uh, hunting blind. Exactly. It's got a seven inch brace, which is pretty forgiving. Um, super common in, across the hunting board, seven inches. Yeah. Um, you know, when we talk about brace heights, we've mentioned it before, but we haven't said it in a long time. You know, longer the brace height, more forgiving the bow, usually a little slower. And the shorter the brace height, the less forgiving the bow is. Yeah. But you get higher speeds. Yeah. The ATA, which is not the axle axle, but the ATA speed that they give it is 300 uh 300 feet per second and the bow bear weighs 3.5 pounds so it's pretty light super light bow to carry around you're yeah. pushing out 300 feet per second absolutely for, and for a bow that's 500 bucks and under oh yeah it's how great do you go wrong and i mean the cool thing is you know like all hoyts have that um they kind of have like a rib behind the grip on the riser <clears throat> that's been my favorite so, thing about yeah hoyt. so i mean this has that too you're going to see that's a very common hoyt thing um, has a signature Hoyt look to it, dual cam. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool features with this, and I think it's a great entry level bow. Um, if you got more money than I mean that you're willing to spend, go for it. But I mm-hmm. don't think there's anything really wrong with having this as your first bow. No, these are great. These are or an upgrade. Put down animals. No, oh hell yeah. Um, so I mean, that's it. Comes with the Fuse custom strings, which are Hoyt's brand of strings. Yeah. Um, you know, my RX one came with Fuse strings too. Great strings. Once they are broken in, like it doesn't. You, you see my D-loop and everything. Mm-hmm. Once it's broken and it's fine. Um, but I think that's pretty much like every pre-stretched string out there. They're going to yeah, have a bit so. of... Yeah. No, they're um, doing great. One thing that's uh, very reputable and given info tidbits from Antler River, where we often go, 
the strings on the Hoyt and the Bowtech have been the the strings on a bow to hold up the longest. Yep, and they're and they're as great as a stock string. As a, exactly as a factory string, they're amazing. Um, it has your this Hoyt Clash has the ProFit custom grip. Um, it's a grip that comes with it, but they're super comfortable in the hand. That's how I want to say it. It kind of almost makes your hand go in a proper position without you really thinking too much. Um, it's got split limbs, which are awesome. I love split limbs. I'm not a big fan of solid limbs. Yeah, no, my um, first bow had solid limbs. Nothing wrong with it. I just personally like the split limb look and the function of it. Um, you know, great bow, end to end, and super affordable. And I think that's my, you know, that's my beginner bow of choice. I like it. You 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 really nailed it with the Hoyt Clash. Um, there there could be some pros and cons to every bow out there, and that goes all across the board for the bows that we even shoot. But, I mean, a 300 feet per second, 28-inch axle-to-axle, 7-inch brace height, and that bow is light. You said something like 3 pounds, 3.5 pounds? Yeah, 3.5 pounds. Like, that bow is totally affordable, totally ready to hunt. Um, you'll be putting some whitetails down with that. Yeah. Um, we did a bit of a comparison, so... What was your bow that you chose? <clears throat> bow of choice was price point. I wanted to stick around the same thing as the Clash. I chose the 2019 Bear Approach. One thing I really like about this bow for 2019 is it comes in two options, a solo cam and a dual cam. Hell yeah. So, I mean, with that option of, I mean, when I shot back in uh, 2014 when I bought the Creed XS, the Matthews. The Matthews Creed XS. Yeah. That bow was like solo cam, hot off the press. That was Matthews' biggest bow. thing, right? Yeah, that was their big thing back then. Yeah. Now it's like Bear's got an option for an entry-level RTH bow under 500 bucks. Yeah. With a solo cam, but also the option of a dual cam. And so, they're both under 500 bucks. Right. Both options. I mean, to have those options at an entry-level package, pretty good. I would check definitely check out Bear. Um, for this one, it's coming. You want to give both specs? Like you shoot, I'll shoot, and this will be on the. Yeah. You do the single cam. Sure. And I'll do the dual cam for the same bow. Yeah, there's so much. Like I'm so interested in this, especially coming for 2019, so many years later. Yeah. In the game for this package. Yeah. So do you want to you want to hit it off? F so for this solo cam, like it's still coming in at the same, I believe, three and a half, four pound um, total weight for the bow. Uh, this is a. Yeah, solo I got four cam. pounds here. Four pounds, great. Uh, Thirty-two axle to axle, six and a quarter inch brace height, and so you, it's going to be still as forgiving as those seven-inch hunting bows. Technology has come so far up to 2019 that you know someone that is buying this bow, an entry-level bow, isn't going to notice a huge difference. No, I don't right? think there's a huge difference. So you cannot go wrong with that. At this solo cam, you got 75% let off. This is pushing somewhere in the, like, I don't have it up right now, like 320, 330 feet per second is what I think I read that bow to be at. And it comes with a sight, a stabilizer, the wrist sling. And one thing, like I said to you, that Bear's always done is the d dual string stop. Yeah. Love the dual string stop. It looks cool, Super too. Super quiet bows. And they did great. They Now they're six and a quarter brace height entry bow. I don't know of another six and a quarter brace height. No, that's awesome. Um, you know, same bow with the dual cam. Yeah. 32 inch ATA, same as yours. 75% uh, let off, this exact same. Um, 340 feet per second on this one, so it makes sense. Dual cam, you know, a little bit faster. Yeah, 10 feet per second yeah. faster. Four pounds of for just the dry weight. Um, you know, not bad. 
Only difference I do see is yours is six and a quarter inch brace. Mine's a six inch brace on this, on the dual. So you're going to get a little bit faster. You know, the, yeah, that solo cam is going to have a nice, uh, like I said, the technology's so advanced, you're not going to notice. If you were to take your RX-1 dual cam to a Matthews Creed XS solo cam, you're going to notice a difference. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe, smooth, uh, right? yeah. And you, because you've been shot shooting for six plus years. Right. A person, an entry level person for shooting this, they're they're not going to notice the difference. Oh, 100%. It's going to be so smooth. I, I do th also think that this is going to be way smoother than, not to throw another bow in the mangle, but like compared to like a Diamond SB1. Oh, it's, it's going to blow it out of the water. Way super smooth. I think Bear did real good with this one. Having that option, like I said, at an entry level bow is certainly incredible. Yeah. Now, draw weight, you know, 55 to 70 pounds. Draw length twenty five and a half to thirty inches. Like that's basically all your shooters. I think one of the biggest things that uh, bow companies are looking to do is, and when they come out with these videos, YouTube videos, saying, you know, no bow press needed. Well, I mean, we kind of hope so, right? Like every archer, especially someone new. If they want to get into the whole shebang, they yeah. want to know. They don't want the $600 bow press in their basement. No. Like, right. I don't even most, have Most guys can't afford press. it, too, right. right, when you're getting into it. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a new hobby. You don't really know if you're going to love it. Like, So why would you buy a bow press? Bear killed it for 2019, Absolutely. as far as I'm concerned. And the Clash and Bear, they've really hit it, the nail on the head yeah. for me this year. I would totally look into those. Um Obviously, there's other ones we didn't mention. We each just kind of picked one, did a little breakdown of them. Those were my favorite out of the research. Yeah. No, I love them. Um, I think it's a great bow. You know, Jeff also asked us if we could go into some uh, bow setups. So, I mean, let's sure. talk some, che you know, beginner sights, some beginner rests. Um, honestly, if I was going to pick a say, I'd say, I think we've said this a million times. If you're going to spend the money, put all the money you can into a rest. Rest is huge, number one. I'd so. rather put, you know, 200 bucks into a rest that and spend like $50 on the site. Like, I, if I had to. I would agree. Um, so, I mean, that being said, I don't like whisker biscuits. I've never been a fan. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like them in the winter, in the freezing rain. I just, not my thing. Um, so, QED drop away. That's my go-to. I, th You know, they're, they're only 200 bucks. I know it seems like a lot, especially if you buy a $400 bow. But it's, in my opinion, it's so worth it to have a drop away rest. Drop away rest, man. Like, I, I shot a whisker biscuit for a long time. Yeah. And your definition of not your thing based on weather. Yeah, I just. Provided right after that was, and I don't was on point. I don't like that as you shoot the whiskers bend down. So now your point of aim is a little bit lower than where you want, than where you originally were. Um, not really my thing. I know a lot of people are, oh, they're great. Yeah, they are. They're, you know, for buying a $40 site. Or uh, rest, slapping it on, and you can basically go shoot with minimal tuning. Yeah, it works for. 40 yeah, they're bucks. awesome. They're awesome. But I mean, if you if you're wanting to get more into serious archery, hundred percent drop weight rest where the money is. Yeah. Um, any with, any tech will tell you. You go into their shop, and I guarantee you, I'll put money on the fact. Go in there, say, "Hey, Chris, at Antler River, I'm looking to spend a little bit of money right off the hop." I want to put it in my bow. I've, I've got my arrow set up, the spine, it's right. Like, yeah. you know, I've got help for this. What's the next thing I could upgrade? I'll put money on the fact, some sick swag on <laughs> the fact that he's going to tell you A good arrest. bow tech will tell you a rest. A rest. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's my choice, QADs. What's I like QAD. QAD, uh, first off, they make some pretty great looking rest yep. and performance wise they make you know they're world renowned right um for me i wanted to try out the ripcord ace yeah 
I like to be a little bit different sometimes. I tried out the ripcord that is by Bowtech. Um, sweet, nailed it. Love the, the right containment on. that they have. Uh, they got a few color options. I mean, QAD kind of hits it out of the park with the the whole scheme of color they options. Have, yeah, I, they have like Hoyt specified ones. They have Matthew exactly. specified and ones. That's where they really killed it. Yeah. Um, so I really like QAD for that sense. I think it's l Limb Driver. They also yeah, have, they have a, good uh, one. a wicked rest. Trophy uh, taker. Yeah. Kip Campbell, he shoots a wicked rest, man, for yep. 2019. They got a sweet rest. No, they're awesome. Um, but, yeah, there's there's so many good dropaways. Yeah. Like, uh, me, personally, I'm a, I, I'm either uh, a ripcord or definitely I would try out Bowtech QAD. Yeah. But, I mean, Bowtech this year, they got a sweet ripcord uh, that's out, and that's a limb-driven. So, I mean... QAD is yep. already there. A little harder to set up by yourself. Like, that's yeah, the downside. Yeah, micro-adjust now, yeah. which is super cool. So and if you buy your I'm stuff from a shop, they know how to set it up. For or sure. they should. They'll, they'll help you out. But you, you're right. You uh, that That is probably the number one thing yeah. I would focus on yeah. if I had a little bit of extra coin to spend. Yeah. So, you know, entry-level sites now. Um, I'm going to, honestly, I'd, if you're just getting into it, go multi-pin. That's yeah. kind of my suggestion. For sure. It's kind of hard to hunt with a single pin if you're not used to it. But that's not to say you don't you don't have to listen to me. I'm just you know. It's great though. You were at um, and I I like this. This is something that's always stuck with me. Is when we went to shoot some time ago. We always talk about it. But you shot um, your hog father, five hundred dollar site, and I shot my literally sixty dollar trophy ridge oh, yeah. site. And yeah, I shot great with it, but. You said to me your field of view. Like look at my field of view. I literally see this tiny little dot on my target and i i you know i got my field of views just covered six pins christmas tree right it's lit up <laughs> so it, when i made that change to me it was like the money wasn't really the issue yeah it's just like you know i, I go get up and i go to work every day so yeah, yeah i'm gonna spend it on what i want man did that make a difference oh it's, it's awesome sweet. i love, I love it. single so pins. I, I, I couldn't go to anything else yeah but i mean that being said a site is like you put any site on a bow and you'll be able to shoot the same basically. Like, yeah. I mean, all Fuse makes actually a great site yeah. for $80 and that is a five pin site. Yeah. Victoria's got it on her bow right there. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I was pointing at Victoria's th bow. That's a, uh, I think hers is hers. Doesn't come with the second and third axis. So the second and third axis is a step up. Right. Hers is $60. Um, so me personally, I would want that second and third axis. Yeah. That'll just, but give we're just you, talking entry, right? So like, that'll give you like, you know, you, you you won't need to buy another site unless you fall and break on this. No, thing. I mean, like, when you're starting out, you're shooting, what, 20, 30, 40 maybe? Yeah. And so, like, really, your second axis at 20 yards to 30 yards doesn't really make a difference. Really, it doesn't. Um, so I, I think those are great great options. You know, Trophy Taker makes some good low-end sites as well. Yeah. Um, once you get into the Hogfather stuff, or sorry, the Spot Hog stuff, you start getting into, like, $200 sites and up. Yeah, I mean, those are pretty... They're not standard across anyone's board, but... No. I mean, they're well worth the money in most cases are. because they're basically built indestructibly. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're just getting into a site, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with the trophy taker. There's nothing no. wrong with... Um, you had a trophy taker before? Was that no, what it was? I did Fuse and I did Trophy Ridge. Oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking Trophy Ridge. You're right. Trophy taker's the rest. Yeah. I had a trophy ridge on my first site, on my first bow. It was a three-pin. And so, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with those. I think they're awesome. Uh, Jeff, was that the Joker, the Trophy Ridge three pin Joker? I don't know if it was Joker. The it Joker was, a three... was right in like that, f that forty to sixty five. It was a three pin stack, 
So it was oh, like. Oh no, it wasn't a joke. Okay, it was a stack, like a vertical yeah, stack. Yeah. So the top pin and all, every pin was Funny adjustable. Funny how you started out with that. That's that's yeah. interesting. So it was a three pin stack. Each pin it was toolless adjustment. Mm-hmm. So you'd undo each knob, and so each individual pin would have a sliding knob. Yeah. So you can slide up each individual pin, and you'd have this three pins. And so it was cool. Um, unfortunately, though, you know, I said twenty, thirty, forty. Now, if I wanted to move fifty, it's not like I had a, a tape on my site, yeah. so I couldn't really. I had to just guess basically. Yeah. So after that, I went to the IQ site. Great site. I think they're awesome for when you're starting out. Um, Do you have the one with Retina display? I did. Yeah, the Retina lock on it, and that's made by Field Logic, and you know it's a great site. Um, one more thing I want to cover quickly, just fast. Arrow of choice for beginners. What are you going to tell them to get? Uh, that can depend on a lot of things. Agreed. But like a general, like I mean, here's a good arrow to look at. You know what? One that I really like, and you know. You can look at a lot of pros if you want to follow Instagram, whatever, social media of any kind. Beeman. Beeman Arrows. The ICS Hunters. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Great, great arrows. Uh, one thing, I would say just, just talk to your closest archery store tech. Yeah. And he'll tell you what spine you need to be shooting. As long as exactly. you can get set up with that spine, you can't really yeah. go wrong with the, the spine. The spine is the most important. I mean, gold tip, FMJs, Axis. Yeah. Um, Bloodlines. I think you nailed Beemans. it though. Like you know, a Beeman ICS Hunter, great Perfect. arrow to get into. Super super durable. I used yeah. to shoot them. Um, they're all awesome. Carbon Express makes some good ones too. Yeah. And I love anything Easton. So. Smorgasbord is huge for that. Man. Yeah. That you can spend. You can spend a little bit of money. You can spend a you know a lot less money. It, yeah. But I mean, I think we nailed it though. Like as an entry level that the guy wanted to know about. I think Beeman ICS Hunters are great. Um, we got a bunch more listener questions today. Yeah, I want to hear them. So I am about to open my phone. In case everyone's wondering what we're sipping on, this is a little. What are you sipping on today? This is Forty Creek Premium. This yeah, is it's a premium the, barrel select. Such a really good. That's what they call this. This is. I got mine with Pepsi, and you got some ginger ale going this on there. Okay, you ready, Cameron? I'm always ready, brother. You ready? These are gonna blow your mind, man. I know, man. All right, I get, I get the same messages. <laughs> I, I know we have the same account. Um, in case you're wondering who's what messages, what goes to who, when you message OOP Instagram, uh, we it actually goes share. To me and March yeah, we we actually get the notification at the same time because we share Sharing the account. Sharing is caring. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> <coughs> so, S Grimnick, what's going S. on, Steven? Eleven. That guy's it's just S. On no, that's his Podbean. S Grimnick is his Instagram. Ah oh, man, no eleven. That's brutal. So he changed it. Anyways, he's on holidays, and he asked, what will you both do with your free time after deer season? Uh, cr- probably hang out with Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably cry until waterfowl season's back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe go try to tur- shoot a turkey in the spring. I'm pretty a upset. A bear. Pretty upset and that deer season's basically over tomorrow. Yeah. Today, when you're hearing this podcast. Yeah. It's it's a sad thing. Um, a but lot I think, of prep, man. A lot of prep, exactly. You know, um... Property maintenance, shooting lanes, clearing stuff up, picking new trees, trail cameras. Uh, for waterfowl, for me, it's more practicing on the calls in the off season. Um, you know, getting ready, checking out. In the summertime, I'm going to be checking out what crops are going into properties we already have permission to. Because I like seeing corn, I like seeing winter wheat in early season, but I like seeing corn for the late season. Just a lot of prep. And archery. We'll be shooting a lot of archery. A lot of archery. Uh Cat Zed, what's going on? It's her favorite girl. Uh, what hunts are you planning for 2019? All right, so beginning of 2019. Uh, late season waterfowl is going to be coming up. 
So I'm definitely going to get out for a late season waterfowl. You'll probably join us. I will certainly be there. I assume so. Uh, after that, spring turkey. Obviously, we'll be going out for some toms. Um, I think we're going to be planning on another bear hunt. There's another bear hunt. There's yep. uh, a moose hunt. Yep, moose season. And then September will be my up north to Wyerton for early goose again. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, just kind of get back into duck hunting and goose hunting as the season goes through. Yeah. Maybe do a little more deer hunting than I did this year. I don't really know. Kind of love waterfowl, so... Yeah, it um, seems there's a, like, if you go through the messages there, there's a lot of requests to hunt all kinds of, you know, geese, bear, coyotes, people have invited us to, and uh, definitely thank you to everyone that yeah, has invited that's, us that's to awesome. do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. One thing that stood out to me, and uh, I mean, it, it could still be in the works, we've got to sit down and figure that out, but snow geese. Snow geese. I think that's something, air for me I forgot now. about that, 2019. That's my goal. It's supposed to be a goal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's the big one. Never done a snow goose hunt. Never. So. Um, next one is Brandon Kwan. Kwan? K-W-A-N. I'm sorry, dude. Kwan. I'm going to blame it on this flu that I just had. Right. Um, <laughs> do I have an R-PAL or am I interested in, are we interested in getting them? I don't have a restricted. No, me either. Um, I would love to get a restricted. If I lived in the States, I would definitely be in Texas walking around with a handgun. Mm. Just because I love guns. But in Canada, am I actually interested to own a handgun? Honestly, I'm not really that interested because... Check it out. I got buddies who do have their RPAL, and yeah. for them to go and shoot at the range, it is a hassle to go and shoot it. To me, that oh, yeah. it comes off as a hassle. You can't hassle. shoot it on your property. No. Yeah, no matter you, how big your farm is, you legally can't shoot it on your property. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's just... It, we can't hunt with it here. Like, it, we can't use it as protection here, right. so... I, uh, I, I'm i not much. against handguns. I no, love them. No, if you own handguns, awesome. Um, the only reason I would be interested in getting my restricted is if they're planning on taking that away. I would want to have it just in case. Yeah. But, uh, honestly, I can't say I'm too interested in getting my restricted. Um, no, me either. Super fun to shoot handguns. I love it. When we Another the cool range. tidbit is when me and you did ours because it was relatively close back, uh, probably I think around eight years ago now. Yeah. It would have been like near the end of high school. Yeah. Eight, nine years ago. Um, they didn't offer the same kind of courses that they do now as they did then to do your hunting and your gun back then it was like a bundle package do your hunting plus gun license this weekend right we didn't have the hunting gun and our license all in one weekend or well, divvied up in two now it's like our friends that are doing it they have to do their hunting in one weekend yeah. and they have to do their gun on another weekend yeah and I, we, did, I did, we didn't have those options. I did mine on a Saturday and Sunday. Like yeah, mine was a Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I had hunting and my gun. Yeah, and I, I did. They did give me an option to restrict when I did mine. I don't I, remember I, I think the restricted it, option. I myself, think it depends on who you go through there, yeah. right? So, I don't think we did the same person. No. Okay. Right. Um. So that being said, I mean, like, I'm not too too interested, but I mean, I don't hate handguns by any means because I love shooting them at the range. Yeah. Um. Next one, Devin underscore Beatty. That's also shrimps. Everyone's wondering that shrimps. Uh, what's the best method for calling this late in the season? Um, he currently does not have a feed pile. Cam, what do you think? Is he talking for waterfowl or no, deer? No, he's talking for deer. You don't bait waterfowl. You create. You Buddy, silly. just call me. Like, what, what, why are you asking questions? I appreciate the questions on Instagram, <laughs> though. It makes me feel good. Um, D underscore Beatty. Late season calling. I, I do really subtle, subtle tones, uh, subtle grunts, a lot less grunts than I do, uh, like butt grunts, I should say, 
uh, than I do during the rut, but I do a lot of doe bleats, a lot of doe grunts. Um, I did a five hour sit yesterday on a new property, a hang and hunt, because I, I don't have a stand there. But what I did was a lot of doe bleeding, doe grunting. Um, and that, that gave me a lot of response. I got a lot of doe bleeding back in return, but, uh, I didn't actually see anything that day on that hang and hunt. Uh, it was long sit, long time not to see anything, but it's tough. Um, a lot of people say that you can pattern them a lot easier this time of year. I beg to differ. I have not been able to pattern them. Um, the, the, they're around for sure, but I'd say not so much as calling, find a prime food source. Um, if you've got a cut down cornfield, look for something that somebody did a, a half ass job on something where stocks are still kind of tall, like a medium cut. And there's a lot of kind of rummage spill off deer. Also notice, uh, we did have one message that was, uh, I'm hunting a cornfield and there's a lot of spillage from the silage, but the deer aren't going there. If it was a moldy crop, the deer aren't going to go there. They know that it's moldy. They won't eat it. Um, deer are very smart that way. I don't know if it's a different taste. I'm not a deer. But they know that that's moldy corn. Um, they, they won't really go there. They won't go there and feed like they would to another standing cut corn kind of field. Yeah. So, Devin... Um, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't stress too much about the calling. I mean, there, there will be, or there has been a second rut for sure. It's certainly not as intense, but the calling, uh, you can do a little bit of rattling bucks are still going to be playing. Uh, I've had buddies message me of bucks still sparring, you know, they're not going at it as intense. They were in the second and third week of October this year, but they're definitely still going at it and does are still around. So, you know, one good call that I always like to do is a distress fawn. Distress fawn that interests a doe and that'll bring a doe around. And a coyote. You can kill a coyote. A coyote. You could certainly do that. You could get something running. Oh, yeah. And that, that's a funny thing that you say that because you can actually do a coyote call, a, right? And that'll, that'll spook a doe up or something that might just run your way. Never know. If you've got a heavy trafficking area, then, you know, that, that could actually work for you. Honestly, you got one day left in the season. It's not going to hurt I would you. try everything. Um, so last question, Jeff Nethercott. Jeff Nethercott. Let's ignore that I just did that. Um, so are you guys into shed hunting? Uh, for me personally, not in the sense that I will dedicate a day to shed hunting, but while I'm in the woods, yes, absolutely. Um, I like to put shed hunting myself, uh, associate it with rabbit hunting. Yeah. Because that's kind of right around the same time. Yeah, January-ish. Like. I, I love a rabbit stew. I like rabbit in some white wine and garlic. Oh, it's bomb So <laughs> if that means shed hunting, yes. Uh, we do have an opportunity to go and hunt with a couple guys in the northern area of Ontario this year, uh, Tangled Tine. Dude, I got a 1961 shotgun that's ready to go for rabbit. Oh, that's perfect. Like, I love rabbit hunting. I, I'm in for some rabbits and some... Uh, some tines to go on my wall for yeah. sure. So, I mean, uh, I do a lot of more shed hunting when I'm actually up north, like moose, moose territory. Yeah. The, these guys like tangled tine taxidermy They're These guys grab some sweet sheds. Yeah. I'd be happy to go and hang out, have a, have yeah. a, have a pit boss grill meal with these guys, do a little shed hunting, talk some hunting. And that, Dro that's about the podcast. most of my shed, shed hunting. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's a fun time. I, it's, it's good anytime you could be out in the woods. So, I mean, for sure. Um, I'm not against it. I just usually have other priorities other than shed hunting. Um, but while I'm out there, yeah, I'm going to look for sheds. Yeah. So I think it's fun. It's a good thing to do. I think it's cool when people take their families out and they go with the dog and, you know, in the off season, they go, for go with my dog and then he just wants to love you and that's it. Yeah. Your dog would probably step on a shed and not be able to identify no, he it. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't Unless know. it's a cookie, he doesn't know. No. <laughs> um, anyways, that being said, that's our questions for today. Super happy about that. Um, do you want to announce that new product actually? I'm ready to announce it. Yeah. Let's announce just it. The built up. So the limited announcement run. is limited toques. We're in the season of winter for this mild kind of half-ass winter that we're getting. It's negative three today. That's kind of winter. They call it the worst winter ever. It's, it's the, certainly not. It's like the mildest winter ever. I would agree with that. It's the mildest winter ever. But here we, we've put out the sweaters. Want to get your head covered with some toques. We've got an, a couple available options. One for sitting in the tree stand. One for the late season field hunt. And we've got one for fashion. So pick your color. And we've got two options. There's a little more hats than there was sweaters. Um, I mean, you guys really helped us out with the sweaters. Yeah. Making that happen real quick. So thank you. I don't imagine that these toques are going to stay around very long. I don't think so. They're pretty sweet. I love mine. Victoria's rocking them daily. Uh, you loved yours tonight. Oh, so they're super warm and comfy. I, I'm super excited. They're not cheap. Like there's Some toques. I'm sorry. Like they're not cheap feeling. They're no. thick, they're so nice, man. and warm. Yep. And they have awesome embroidery OOP logo on the head. So what are the options we got again? So we got a green with a hunter orange hat. Right. And we got a gray with a black logo. Yeah, love it. Um, so these are going to be $18 plus $4 shipping. And if you guys want, we can work something out. We need to push some stickers. The representation is huge for us. Grab yourself a toque while the, the season is still here. Grab yourself a sticker and get these things before they're gone. If you're listening to this podcast right now, there hasn't been a launch of these toques yet. No, we're going to launch We'll take some pre-orders in quotations, if you will, but the toques aren't going to last long as soon as I post them. That's for sure. No, and they're super, super warm. Like, I love them. I um, rocked mine the other day in the tree stand. It was great. It's toasty, man. Yeah, like, it's, it's a awesome. good, and it's like a unifit, right? Like, it, yeah. no matter how big your damn noggin is, like, if yeah. you got, you know, Cam kind of looks like Jamie and Neutron. Yeah, huge At, noggin. Huge not noggin. Not much going on. <laughs> Mostly kidding about wicked that. Wicked hairdo. Wicked hairdo. Oh, hell yeah. Have not you seen a cap that on it. <laughs> um, but anyways, that, that being said, they're, you know, most fit. You don't have to worry about, oh, I don't know if I need a large hat, small hat. They're, they fit. Yeah, man. You got a little, you got a little noggin. It'll fit. You got a big noggin. It'll stretch that thing right out. So anyways, super happy to announce that. Um, so basically, yeah, 22 bucks is going to cover the whole thing. That's going to cover the shipping. No tax on top of that. Don't worry. We got that covered. Um, and we're going to be able to send them out now. Yeah. Right meow. Yeah, right meow. You guys are hearing this firsthand. I'm predicting to do this New Year's Day as a launch. So yep. if you guys are interested in seeing what these look like, nobody's seen them yet unless you follow Victor Lapo on Instagram, Walking the Dog. Nobody has seen these. Girlfriend's like, your fiance's Instagram just got boosted. Oh, huge. She is getting <laughs> followers. I can hear her yelling upstairs. She's jacked up. See all the DMs going through <laughs> right now. Are you? Oh, my God. You're engaged to camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, that being said, I'm super happy to announce these things too. The sticker's still available if you just want the stickers. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I think that's basically going to wrap up our yeah. We podcast. just we really wanted this to be a huge thank you to everyone of you know just tell us what you want and we'll provide because that that that's that's our goal and we've done that. You guys have expressed that we've done that. Our our posts, our messages, our downloads have all expressed that you guys like listening to us and we like talking to you and we like talking. So me and Marcello just do this. At dinner, so yeah, yeah, we usually have dinner. Don't include Victoria. She so. gets upset for some reason. I don't understand yeah, why. I don't get it, man. We'll just we'll we'll sit down and we'll chat with her. Yeah. So and his hats are out. Uh, stickers still out. Uh, everyone, thanks again. Merry Christmas. We just passed out. So happy New Year's to everyone. Yep. Um, you know, drive sober tomorrow. It's New Year's. Drive smart. Drive sober. We all want to drive sober while listening to OP. I think it's a great plan. That's fine. So don't. Maybe don't have a few of these, you know, select barrel whiskeys. But uh, in the new year, like we had mentioned, we're focusing on, we're huge in tournaments, especially this year. We did real good last year as a couple dudes that don't often do it. We were we were in the 10th percentile of 500 people shooting in the States. What, so did, we, what did we finish in, like 16 out of like 500 or something? I was a total 11th. Yeah, total 11th. I think I finished 8th the first day, and then yeah. I finished like 16th on the second day. Yeah. I think I averaged out to like 14th or something. And man, for for some United States shooting, there's some sw- good dudes out there that are shooting archery. And it makes you feel good, man. Oh, P walked in there, and we didn't clean house, but I got more 1,000 right. pins, so that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm happy about. So. so we'll be shooting a lot more this year. We're going to be shooting at Antler River throughout the winter season. Antler River has their five range indoor 20 yard archery range. So come on in, shoot, message us. If you guys want to go shoot, we'll chat. Heck, if you guys want to do a podcast, we'll do a podcast in Antler River and we will just shoot the shit. So happy new year to everyone. Thank you for chiming in. We will see you for episode 33. Get some.